Hey, Channing. It's Steven Sutterberg. Steven, what's up, buddy? I'm excited to see what this new film you got cooking up's all about. Great, man. I would love to cast you as the lead. I figure after the success with Magic Mike, we can hit another one out of the park. Yeah, yeah, bro, for sure. No, Magic Mike was huge, man. No, so lay it on me. What do you got? What do you got this time? All right, so you ever seen Ocean's Eleven? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Think of that movie, but instead of taking place in Vegas, it takes place in the South. Okay, yeah. And instead of robbing a casino, the characters rob a racetrack. What do you think? Oh, um, sounds oh, sounds like an interesting spin on that take, you know? I, I, I think it, already, you know, Steven, I love working with you, but this one this one could be fun. It's a great opportunity also for me. You know, I get to keep practicing that Southern accent I've been working on because, you know, as you know, I got that Gambit movie coming up that's for sure finally happening. up everybody welcome to this week's edition of the i'd like a refund podcast ryan here to intro the show and bring it in his good friend joel joel what's up dude joel here to uh, also continue along the show i'm good ryan that's great uh cameron the guy coughing in the background is of course cameron cameron i was laughing up, because ryan was referring to himself in the third person yeah. ryan here yeah. yeah he's ryan here ryan's gonna take us through the so Cameron is here as well. Cameron says hello to everyone. Third person. We could do yeah. it, yeah. Well, Joel thinks that your opinion is wrong. <laughs> well, Cameron's opinion's always wrong, so. Not according, according to our viewers. Not according to Cameron. Well, yeah, because Cameron is, thinks he's <laughs> always about, right. What about according to Jim? Don't. That's a terrible show. Okay. What is according to Jim? That's not true. Uh, it's the Jim Belushi uh, show. Jim Belushi so, sucks. Okay. So how's everyone doing? Ryan, you playing good video games lately? No, I've had zero time for that. Text me, guys. I'll be back. Joel doesn't play video games. He does, just not at all right Um, now. Ryan, I was going to ask. Yeah, go ahead. Did you by chance start Arcane? No, not yet. My roommate started it, but I haven't started it yet. Yeah? What do you say? They they like it so far. They're two episodes in. Do they play League of Legends? Uh, No. What, oh, kind of, okay. what kind of idiot would play League of Legends? So. Uh, that's True. what I'm saying. I haven't played League of Legends since last year. Yeah, the only positive thing about League of Legends I've heard is this show. So so there you go. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm still watching uh, Pushing Daisies. i got to finish that first. And oh, then, what uh, episode are you on? Uh, episode 5 of Season 2, I think. Oh, wow, you're far. Okay, I'm yeah. still on Season 1. I'm cruising, yeah. Um, I, I just... Got through all of you season three the other day. Oh, I watched gotcha. the last three episodes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, that show's wild. I love the third I never, season. It's I never, my favorite season. I never thought a show would make me care about serial killers so much, but here we are. Um, so once well, they're I, also hot. So <laughs> and once I finish pushing daisies, I'll move on to the next show, whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, no, I, I will watch that Arcane show because I've heard enough positive things from somebody other than you. Um, so I know. We'll see. I'm sorry. You should be. I know that my opinion is 
Because I tell people it's good, and they go, oh, well, you played League of Legends. <laughs> so it's just good. That's literally what my roommate Like, the said. animation That's is That's literally really cool. what my roommate said when I told them that you're the one that told me about it. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, but he plays League, so he probably was looking forward to it a little bit. And they're like, yeah, he's definitely biased then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was I, when they announced this a while ago, I was super excited. Um, because, you know, it's been in production for six years. Six years? Yeah, it's been something, and, and like... And League of, Legend, crazy... League of Legends has never been more popular. <laughs> um, the crazy thing is that, like, they didn't outsource it. Like, the animation, they outsourced it. But, like, as far as, like, finding, like, a company to do, like, the actual, like, show running and production and everything, mm-hmm. they were, like, looking around for different, like, studios that would maybe head it up. And they just decided, we don't think anyone shares the same vision as us, right. so we're going to do it ourselves. So they literally built a uh, television production company inside of their own company. Gotcha. The showrunners had literally never worked any television or any movies or anything before. So it's kind of it's kind of crazy uh, that it ended up being so good. Yeah. Because they had no experience in the sphere, uh, in that media sphere. It was pure, purely in video games and art design. So, um, but yeah, it's pretty. I mean, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, I'm sure it was nice, though, recently to finally step out of the house and go back to the movie theater. Yes. You. Yeah, I went and saw Eternals on uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I won't talk about the movie too much, but it was nice to, you know, it was nice to get out and be able to see something. I want to see, uh, I think, Last Night in Soho is my next. Uh, see, I would have thought that you would have gone to see that first. Just I don't know. Just knowing, I should have. just knowing you, I feel like you would have done that I, first. I should have, but I also really wanted to see Eternals. No, that's fair because of like how much Eternals had been talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I feel like Last Night in Soho is going to be available for um, rental in the house in house sooner than Eternals. So you don't think you'll see that in theater then? <clears throat> I want to. Um, it depends. It depends if it's still in theaters this this weekend. Oh, it's it should be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because so, what this weekend is King Richard and uh, Ghostbusters, so I don't think yeah, anything else is right, coming yeah. out. So those will be out. Eternals will still be out. Um, tick, tick, ah. boom comes to Netflix. Right. Yo, know, that one and what was it's it? The in theaters right now. Yeah, it's playing in theaters as well, but it comes to Netflix yeah. next weekend. Yeah. Um, but the one that came to Netflix this weekend is that one with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds Red and Gal Gadot. Red Notice. Yeah. Yeah, that one. That one got absolutely wrecked <laughs> by the critics. Um, Dude, every everything I saw of that movie was the same image over and over and over. Just The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot standing next to each other. It's true. Yeah, that was like all of the promo that they <laughs> That's did. That's all that. the promo. I wanted. I want to see. It did great in terms of viewership. Though. It did. Yeah, the greatest, uh, the highest number ever, right? Yeah. I really want to. Crazy to me. Part of me wants to pull Wait, up. That's the thing. It's like, and I'm not not like that. attacking you, but it's like it's. The, it's going back to what we always talk about. Like the average moviegoer is going to see a movie starring the rock, Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot and say, yeah, I want to see oh, this, you know, I'm just saying it's crazy to me because I haven't seen anything about that movie. Like other than no, they did just their lot, faces. No, they did a lot of promo. Like you said, though, really? it was just, it was just that stuff. Okay. It was just, okay. Yeah. It was cause they did like a whole press junket thing, like on set that they filmed on set. That's why I and say so it's it crazy just, to me. It's yeah. not like I, I'm like, oh, I, I, you know, I don't know why people are into this movie. I mean, it's got The Rock in it. I want to see it. Yeah. But like, I just didn't see 
anything about it anywhere. I feel so. like too. Also, it's it, as with most things, it's like an algorithm type thing. Like, I yeah, follow all three of them on Instagram, and I like all like all their posts and stuff. And so, like, I was seeing ads for gotcha. nonstop, and like even like today, like I went on Twitter and I saw like five or six different like red notice posts. Oh, okay. And then on Facebook, I keep seeing it. So I think it just depends, you know. Yeah, all of my posts are um, uh, merch for A24. I get that little lamb wearing the A24 fleeces everywhere. You didn't buy that yet. You Not yet. I will. Well, I I asked my mom to get it for me for Halloween. For Halloween? She did it, yeah. Who gets presents for Halloween? Well, I wanted to start it this year. (laughs) It's just a brand new tradition. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess I got to wait for that for Christmas. Seriously, who gets presents for Halloween? That's such a weird thing. People go trick-or-treating. Yeah, like, but that's a normal thing. That's part of the holiday. I don't go trick-or-treating. I know you don't, and it's still very weird. Um, I'm still not over that. I was trying to find our our draft results for Netflix. I know we're getting close to the end, but I can't find I can't find it, so I'll find it. What? Time. We'll have to do that off-air to, to analyze and <clears throat> see how much I lost by. Yeah, well, I'll just yeah. have to listen to the episode again, probably, to find everything. Speaking of which, I'd like to formally put this out there because I, uh, he might, and not not that it's a bad thing, but uh, Cameron is going to beat me in fantasy football this week um, after an absolute tragic performance from uh, DK Metcalf, which I was happy for because he was playing the Packers, so it's fine by me. Yeah, and I would also like to say... Um, Finally, Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill <laughs> have a good week. Yeah, for real. Jesus. But anyhow, movie. Yeah, Cameron, you picked this one this week, right? I did, I did. Why don't you tell the folks listening <laughs> what your reasoning was for picking the film Logan Lucky? Yeah, so I don't know about you guys, but the year lo- 2017, Logan Lucky was the movie or one of the movies I was most looking forward to. Really? I was. Really? Yes. Yes. That's surprising. It was. Loves NASCAR. Yeah. I mean, it just seemed from the trailers, like um, Channing Tatum was really big, you know, around that time Whoa. frame. Adam, Adam Driver. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Driver didn't really know him. Too much. Little did you know how important he'd be to you. Little did I know how much I'd fall in love with him. Like literally in Uh, love. Yeah. Was I mean Star Wars had you know he'd been you know he's Kylo Ren so of course I knew but that was uh, wasn't that the same year that uh, Last Jedi came out twenty seventeen twenty seventeen yeah Kylo Ren Kylo Ren yeah yeah so um, you know I I hadn't watched Girls yet um, so I even you know weren't you already like (laughs) seventeen yes. I don't buy. Um, I don't buy that for a second. I'm sure you were inappropriately watching girls at a very young age. So I didn't watch girls until last summer or oh. 2020, <laughs> summer 2020. Um, it was really good. I really, I really recommend that show. Everyone. What? So, oh, okay. I'm talking about the television show. Oh, okay. God damn. Oh, okay. It. <laughs> the television show created by Elena Dunham is the show I'm talking about. Oh, I re- yeah. Well. Anyhow, uh, so you know he was in. I guess that's cool. But that's where good soup comes from. Daniel Craig. Yeah, you I know. know. I, only, I only just the other. It wasn't it you? 
that you said good soup and i was like everyone says that and i've never known what that was from and you were like i think it's from girls mm-hmm. it is like, it's you like said, you one of the said final was, episodes you had said i think it's from a movie he did or something and then i, I looked it up and you were like oh i was like oh it's girls and you were like oh yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. i saw i saw it somewhere that i didn't know where it was from either and then i found out it was from it's a girls. very sad episode actually because it's the end yeah because it's good soup. Mm-hmm. Adam Driver is really good. We at all show. love a diner, a diner scene. It's true, I mean, we do. Um, yeah, it's true. Silver Linings Playbook. Oh yeah. Baby Driver. Oh yeah. Baby Driver. <laughs> I was blinded by the balls on that kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, and Daniel Craig, I was super excited to see Daniel Craig playing, you know, a role that's very different than James Bond. It wasn't that different. <laughs> you're right it's pretty close no so you know i was i was excited and it was a heist movie and you know the redneck heist movie i thought that was kind of i mean hilarious. let's call let's call it what it is it's oceans 11 but in the south like, it's oceans 7 11 <laughs> that's pretty yeah, good okay. yeah that's they pretty good they say that in the movie they Do say they? that in the movie they Ryan. say that in the movie oceans it's ironically it's 7 11 right now so what perfect wow. that's true it is look, look at, at that this synergy <laughs> look at that only on the west coast um, though yeah yeah so you know um was super excited for this movie. My dad was excited for it too. It had good reviews. Um, nine, I think ninety-two percent on RT. Yeah, and I think this was the first Soderbergh movie. Soderbergh, Soderbergh, whatever. Soderbergh. I can't yeah. pronounce. I can't pronounce anything. Anything. We know. That was. <laughs> that was like he used like a like. He wasn't getting production companies correct to why, fund it. That's why Bleecker Street did it. They yeah. were finally the one that picked it up. So, um, where it was like in independent financing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And so I was super excited for it and I got in theaters and like, I was always like, we sat in the theater and started and I just kept moving, waiting for it to like pick up and for it to start like getting enjoyable and like pick up. And I was like, okay, well, you know, it's the beginning of the movie. We'll, uh, you know, it'll get better. Okay. Well now they're kind of figuring it out. The plan. Okay. The heist will be fun and it gets to the heist. And the heist is boring. Yeah. I'm like, what? And it kept on going and going. And it's just like, by the end of the movie, I was just like, this is a complete and utter waste of my time. There was nothing exciting about this movie. It was just boring. It was just really, really boring. And I was super disappointed. So, like, the reason why I picked it is, you know, when we started this show, one of the things we wanted to do and talk about is, and obviously we have a bunch of movies that are absolutely terrible, uh, but movies that we were really excited about and just ended up being super disappointed in. Right. And this is 100%. Coming up on, a, coming up on a year, he finally understands the concept. Of and the show. well, I picked that, <laughs> I picked that for, you know, and, and so like, this was a movie 100%. I walked out of wishing I get a refund. Is this another one that you went to see on like a Friday night in college because you didn't have anything better to do? No, I went and saw it with my dad. Oh, okay. Did your dad come visit you in college on a Friday night <laughs> to come see it? He did not, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, um, when did this come? This was a summer movie, right? Yeah, August. I believe so. Yeah, yeah August 18th, 2017. So yeah, summertime. So, summertime. There you go. That was 2017. That's what I said. Didn't you say it's 2018? It was August 18th, 2017. Oh, okay. Um. But anyhow, okay, interesting. I was really disappointed. In this well, movie. I I can't wait to dive in a little deeper to figure out what things in particular you didn't really like. But Joel, I also want to hear your thoughts. Was this the first time you'd seen it? 
Um, yeah, so much like Cameron, I was very excited for Logan Lucky when it came out. Um, except I didn't see it. Um, <laughs> so this is my first go round. Okay. Oh, wow. And as should be expected, <laughs> I liked it. Um, I didn't love it. Yeah. It definitely has flaws. Um, but I thought it was a good time. I, for me, more so than because I agree, Cameron. Like the heist was like probably the worst part of the movie. Yeah, it was like what, like all this buildup. Like I was, I wanted more things to go wrong. I guess. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, it was is... actually a very it, the way that they made it look. It made it look like everything was very easy. Yeah, well, and yeah. that was one, that was one thing that annoyed me, especially even with this, you know, viewing is the heist happens and then there's still like 30 minutes left yeah, it was weird. after I the heist. That. Yes. It's such a weird. weird for a heist I movie not to like, as I'm going through a movie, see how long is left. Like I try yeah. not to do that. Cause yeah. sometimes I feel like it can mess with it can. your perception yeah. of the film. Um, but I did notice that like, as they were finishing up, I was like, wait, what the hell? Like there's still so much time left in the movie. Um, I think, this is going to be a very weird way to describe it. And maybe I'm not, maybe I'm certain most people would not, see it this way but this movie felt like redneck wes anderson like the way it was written not stylistically but like the dialogue of the characters and just the things that were happening in this movie i could see this yeah felt like very like wes anderson and mm-hmm. wes know, has I a very it. distinct tone to his dialogue in his film mm-hmm. so i definitely can see where you're coming from on that like i the movie ended and i instantly sent my sister a youtube clip of did you just say call the flower to me like it's just like little things like that where I was just like this is hilarious like I'm having a blast mm-hmm. yeah yeah right. and and I sorry go ahead Ryan. oh no go if you have thoughts camera well, go ahead and like and like I will say watching it back the second time I did enjoy the dialogue a little bit I did find it you know some of the you know the quote you know the quotes and and a, a little bit more enjoyable some of the banter back and forth a little bit more and i i i might have um ad- admired it a little bit more i guess is what i could say um than the first time i watched it because again i knew camp coming into this viewing what the movie was going to be mm-hmm. uh so i was able to kind of focus on those smaller things a little, a little bit more and yeah some of the dialogue is just very like out there and kind of funny um you know like when the when the brothers are calling from the phone in front of Lowe's and yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like what kind of phone are you on and he's like I don't know it's a phone and he just and like like so, like that stuff's kind of funny right and like I, I could recognize I could recognize that like that was enjoyable but it still wasn't enough it was still too small for me this movie and maybe some people like that this movie felt like super contained but a heist movie where the heist again is the most boring part, like the worst part of the movie. That's just not very fun for me because the entire movie is building up to that. And when that doesn't deliver, it kind of kills the right. Like the need for the rest of the movie. Like, why was I watching the heist movie? If the heist wasn't good, I don't care about the other stuff. I care about the heist, you know? Yeah. Um, I, so far, I, I agree with what both you guys are saying in terms of maybe the things that weren't as good in it. Um, I watched this a couple of years ago on a plane. 
that was the first time I saw it. Cause I, I remember it coming out in theaters too. And it was around summertime. I don't remember what I was doing at the time. I think it was when I, this is around pretty close to when I first moved out this way. So I was busy uh, working mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, so I skipped it, but then on some, fl- some long five hour flight that I had, I decided to give this a spin. The thing I remember the most about it is it not being very memorable. Yeah. Like I remember like I watched it and then I just never thought about that movie again. Yeah. Um, so I was curious when you picked it because I was like, oh, yeah, I've it's like I know this movie. I remember very little about it, except that it invo- it's a heist and it involves racing. Like, that's all I yeah. really remembered. Um, so I was like, oh, I'd like to give this another spin, see if maybe on a second watch, maybe I appreciate it a little bit more, uh, especially considering like we touched on before. Critically, this is a success. Like, yeah, people, people, even the audiences really like this movie. So I was like, maybe I just missed something. Yeah, uh, that time so, around. Something I forgot to mention too was like, I only saw like I think the very first trailer for this, and then didn't like read anything on it. And honestly, I I probably was just like half paying attention to the trailer, but literally up until I started watching the movie the other day, I thought the main character was Daniel Craig, and I thought he was like a like a stunt performer. Right. Like I didn't think it was like mm-hmm. stock car racing. Like I thought he was like. He goes to fairs and like like evil Knievel. off of ramps. Yeah, exactly. Like an evil Knievel type person. And He's mixing this movie up with the uh, the Place Beyond the Pines. No, I love Place Beyond the Pines. I would. I hate that movie. Um, <laughs> that might I, uh, be one we do on this show. That's fine. I'll gladly watch it again. Um, I've, never, yeah, like, I've never seen I, it. I absolutely so. thought it was about him and like being like a stuntman type thing, and then it was just not that at all. No, not even a little bit. Um, I think it's in, that's interesting. I don't I don't really know how you saw that, but I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious as to what. Yeah, what so what I'm saying is I was probably like half remembering it. Yeah, but I do remember seeing this and thinking like, oh, I want to go see this, you know, because I remember the trailer at least feeling a bit comedic, and I was like, oh, like this is a fun cast. I yeah, it looks fun. Yeah, and Soderbergh's a director that has a pretty good track record, so you know you don't yeah. you don't go into when you see that he's releasing another film, and this was his first one in i believe four years at the time yeah his movie before this was uh behind the candelabra in 2013 so nobody had seen a soderbergh film in a while so people were excited um so on the second watch that i did earlier today i still feel the same that i don't think this movie is very memorable no it's really not but there are things that i appreciate a little bit more this time around like, mm-hmm. I think, um, I think that I, it's hard. I feel like the script is pretty good. Like, I think it's written very well. It's written very smartly. I just, I don't know what the problem is with it. So I'm curious to see what you guys say. Cause I really, yeah. like, I know that it's not something that I would like go out of my way to watch again, but I'm struggling to yeah. figure out why, like, what is the problem with this movie? Because may I, if we're all missing something, I don't know what it is yet. And I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm glad you picked this one because I'd like to hear some other people's yeah. thoughts on it. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think there's just something off with this movie. So Cameron, yeah. let's, uh, I, like, since you picked this one, I'm sure you have a lot of great things to say about it. So mm-hmm. what is, what is something that you definitely want to kick this conversation off with? Well, I want to start off by saying uh, in the theater, walking out of the theater, there are only two things I liked about this movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Both of them were jokes. Um, 
the first one was the Game of Thrones joke. Oh yes, yeah. I died. That was and, funny. In that, um, it goes on know. for so long. Yeah, it's a long gag, I, yeah. and I, I was laughing the whole keep time. Going. Yeah, every time um, the inmate hits the the PA system button, to he's like, "That's bullshit." George yeah. George Martin said he was going to release Winds of Winter, and then the guy was like, "I don't know, I don't know what to tell you." Like, you know, it says in this this interview here that he's moved on to do some other stuff. He's like, "No, that's not true." Then how do people that just get here know? about the dragon lady and what she's doing like though the show went past the books they know this because it's on tv this isn't the this isn't the book and then the guy gives up i love that scene yeah it's really it's really funny because i i think it's kind of interesting when um movies have jokes they're very pertinent to pop to the time yeah yeah the pop culture of the time that they're in that's really interesting because game of thrones game of thrones was very popular when this came out and it's like if people were to watch this movie and you know a hundred years would they you know would this joke make oh, any sense I at all that, i hope there's enough right? better stuff to watch <laughs> yeah but like it's funny because it's still today george R. R. martin has yet to release the winds of winter yeah um so that that i enjoyed that joke um i, I thought that sequence was hilarious um and then the other one i the other part i was thought was hilarious was in the heist when um, in the heist daniel, daniel craig is explaining the bomb and it, and like no one gets it and so it cuts to him it does a cut the, yeah it's a hard cut giving the chemistry lesson yeah. on the on the bricks that was i that was really funny um other than that i had completely forgotten everything else in this movie right um i had comp- like I, I i had forgotten that after the heist like he gives the money back I forgot. He like never. Daniel, he, he never actually takes it. Early yeah, on. yeah. I I forgot that Dan, like or, uh, that Chang Tatum had this whole other thing going on. I like I forgot that Hillary Swank was in this movie, and there was this Dude. whole weird subplot this, where <laughs> this movie is full of actors that you know more now, just showing up randomly for a scene, and you being confused about yes. why they're there. There's so much of that. I I did I didn't know Seth MacFarlane was in this movie. Oh God, yeah. Um, yeah it, like even, Sebastian Stan is in this. Like it's it's so weird. My favorite it, like, my favorite one was Catherine Waterstone. That one was my favorite. It's like why are you what <laughs> what is this what's going on here? And you know in like I I I mean you you give a you um, when you say this movie is forgettable, it very much. That's a really good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Cause I don't, um, I don't think it's bad. Like, I, I don't know. I don't it's, think it's good. Yeah, I don't think. I don't it's think good. it's a good. I don't movie. think it's good, but I don't think it's bad. It's it just... was a movie coming out of it. I really wished I ha- I didn't waste time watching it, it and I still kind of feel that way after watching it again today. Like, why did I have to watch? Like, obviously I know I had to watch it again, but like watching it again was no- was just a more of a waste of my time because there wasn't anything I got from it. That I didn't get the first time. Well, lucky for you, it's under two hours, so it's yes. short enough lucky for you. For you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> lucky um, for it you. It was literally 30 seconds ago when you said it that I realized Seth MacFarlane was the uh, the race team owner. Yeah. Uh, I kept meaning to look up who he was. I was like, who is that playing him? Yeah. Oh, uh, he, he was awful. Like, I love Seth MacFarlane. I think he's great. I think he's super talented. But that character is so cringy. I did not enjoy that character at all. But I think that's the point. No, I know it's the point. You know? Like, it's... This movie, like, I don't this, like. I don't discredit Seth MacFarlane for that. And if anything, I'm like, hey, good for you. If like, somebody told me that guy, if somebody told me that 
this movie was actually just a spoof of the Oceans movies, I'd be like, oh, okay, I could see yeah, that yeah, now. Yeah. I could see it. Um, but no, I, I can't tell if this movie was trying to take itself seriously or not. I don't think so. I don't think it was. Right, I yeah. don't think so. But there would, be, there would be parts where I would start to think maybe it did. Um, but then something else ridiculous would happen, like anything with Daniel Craig or his brothers. Um, and you're just like, oh, yeah, this is this is just a goofy movie. And that was the other thing I liked about it coming out of the theater. Daniel Craig just seemed like he had a lot of fun making this, you know, being yeah. able to be a different character. The same way it seemed like he had a lot of fun with Knives Out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, being able to play something different. Well, it's yeah, I mean, because his, char- his Bond character is very stoic, so... Yeah, when he gets to like actually play in the sand a little bit more and flex his acting muscles, it it yeah. shows. Like he is, the character is odd in this movie, but it's very he's very much I think the most entertaining character in the movie. Um, oh yeah, and yeah, totally. Um, and I thought his brothers were great. I actually really liked Jack Quaid and Brandon Gleason uh, in their roles as like his dumb brothers, but they had that they had one line. Uh, when they first get approached about the heist and they like, we need a second and it just goes, what'd you think? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just like right away. They, yeah. they agree to join them. Uh, yeah. I thought that was really funny. Um, but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. Like you said some of the positive things. Um, I don't know, Joel, did you have any, like think any other positives that you really liked about this film as the person who liked it the most? Like, before we get into a lot of the negatives that I'm sure we've got, what's something positive that you could take out of this? I just, I just genuinely had fun. It's, 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 again, it's very cliche and just typical me, but it's like, I watched it. I was laughing through it. It had its downsides. Sure. Like the, like we were talking about the, the heist could have been so much better and I would have loved to see more go wrong and yeah. kind of get a little more hectic. But like, I just had a good time with it and that's all I, like you said, it's not like it's a movie that I'm going to be like, oh, I think I'm going to watch Logan Lucky tonight. Right. You know, mm-hmm. but also it's one of those movies where if I'm flipping through the TV and TNT is showing it and I'm just looking for something to put on, like, I'll put that on, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like background noise, basically. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just there while I'm yeah. chilling. I mean, okay. Yeah. I, I suppose it's a fine background noise movie. That's maybe the best uh, compliment I can give it. Mm. <laughs> it's unoffensive. You put it on. Yeah, no yeah. one watches this movie and is like, "Oh wow, I'm so." You know, it's something you could have on at you know a family gathering. <laughs> yeah, I could see that if you don't like your family. Yeah, um, Cameron, was your favorite part of this movie the Brony shout out? I don't even know if I remember that. Yeah, all the, all you Bronies like yourself got a nice shout out okay. in this movie. Jesus. Uh, when he gets the Band-Aid after getting his tetanus shot, oh. and it's a, a My Little Pony <laughs> Band-Aid. I was like, oh, I know, now I know why Cameron wanted to watch this again. I didn't even, I, I didn't even know what a brony was until <laughs> I was in college. Well, that was like yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I graduated like well, so you two say. years ago. So he so. says. Never, yeah, I mean, never, what never proof seen, do we I've never, we seen, have. never seen the documents. Um, that's true. All right. I think, uh, I think it's Cameron. I think I want to let you just kind of go in on a little more on what, what is disappointing you in this movie. But, but, but yeah, before we do that, we're going to throw the break. Now, Cameron, when this movie starts, you know, we talked about Daniel Craig. All of us have meant have said him, like he's probably our favorite character in the movie, but like Joel mentioned, he's not the main character. Um, the story really just follows these three siblings, the Logan family, 
mm-hmm. uh, played by Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, and Riley Keough. What do you think of those characters as leading characters in this film? Do you think that they're part of the reason that the film's not memorable? So I feel like the first time I watched it, I was like, yes. And the second time I watched it, I realized they were just, I feel like they did exactly what the director wanted them to do. Because like watching Adam Driver, like now that I know Adam Driver as a performer, Mm -hmm. having seen a bunch of his other stuff, I know that what he did and like watching his performance it's very different from everything else he does. It's very bland. It's very bland. And so like, that's exactly how he was directed to play that character. And so knowing that his character comes off as a little bit more funny, uh, you know, in my opinion, very, Um, very dry sense of humor, very dry. But like, again, that's something that when I watched the first time, I guess it was like, Oh, he's just boring. And like, maybe he's not good at acting something, you know, something like that. Or now I know that's not the case. They were, he was just very much, um, told to act like that. And I think it makes, it makes some parts even funnier. Like when his arm gets, you know, sucked into the vacuum Mm -hmm. and he's just kind of standing there makes that part funnier. Um, I'm trying to understand what you're saying here. Are you saying that you like, like, what are you saying? I'm saying I enjoyed their I was able to enjoy their characters more the second time because the first time I just thought it was bad acting. Okay. And now this time I real like I was able to knowing all of those actors more. I was able to see okay, it's not bad acting. They did exactly what the director wanted. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, I just think it's bad direction. Okay. Um, see, interesting. I, I, I think that they were doing exactly what they needed to be doing like like i mean what do you what would be your okay maybe bad direction is it maybe bad direction i just don't like the their characters were just super boring they were just super boring and i don't think so like i think adam driver was probably my favorite character in the whole movie you know and it's because of the fact that he's just kind of this like for lack of a better term like kind of just dumb guy which we see that he's not really dumb. None of them know? are. Yeah. No, but no. like, he's 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 just so simple, and I don't mean that in a bad way. He just like he takes yeah, no, everything I mean, as it is. He gets his arm sucked up the, the thing, and yeah, he's upset about it. But he's just kind of like, okay, when the, what is it called, the Joey Bang flies out into his arms, and he's just yeah. like, uh, like I'm not moving. You know, like, I all that stuff is funny to me, and I love the character so much because of the way, that he's delivering it, and I feel like changing that completely changes the character and makes him maybe less likable yeah and i can and like that's that's fine you know that's fine um i just don't think that like i'm not interested by their characters right i don't like their heist the whole reason they're doing the heist it's not that interesting what is the what is the reason that they're doing the heist did i miss did i miss this because once i saw that they gave the money away i was like well wait a minute what what was the point? Really like say right? Why, they don't. Like, that's what. That's what. I, I, that's the thing. Supposed to be presumed that then you know, what's his name? Channing Tatum's character loses his job, right? And he's had a past where he's robbed whatever banks or whatever not, and 
instead of going and getting work right away, he does this. Right, but once the heist is over, he just goes and gets a job working part-time at Lowe's and doesn't do anything. With, like The only thing we see in the film that is spent on, like the money is spent on, and correct me if I'm wrong, do they spend the money to get uh, Adam Driver's character a new hand? Is that? Yeah. Right? Because it's so, it came from the army, so I didn't so know he if gets Adam Driver's character the hand. He donates all the money to the the, uh, the the clinic or whatever it is. He gives the money to yeah, I don't like the that prisoners. Uh, he oh, gives the money to the prisoners. That's true. Yeah, he yeah he gives uh, money to and he gives some money to the woman that they yeah, he gives money away at the, he just uh, doesn't keep. Well, they keep some, keep any for himself. That, that's yeah. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Like. Why go through all of this if you're not well, going to give the money to, to Joey or Joe Bang or whatever the hell his name was? But why? But um, yeah, I'm yeah. still not understanding. Why is Channing Tatum's no, character I get, doing I this? I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But I'm just I'm continuing on the point of the did they even do anything with the money? Like yeah, he didn't. No, no, yeah, no. You're correct. Like they did um, stuff with the money, but I still can't figure out why this person so, participated in it and had been planning it for so quite was, a while. It seems like. So I actually had that question too. Um, so I went and looked it up online, like a loser does. Um, and what using I was the reading using the Google is, is people were thinking that it was his way at getting back in the insurance company, which seems like a very roundabout way of going <laughs> uh, of figuring of doing that. Um, and it seems like a lot of stuff would have to fall into place exactly correctly to you know hit the insurance company um but that's that's what i saw online see like for me it, it yeah like you're right that is like so roundabout um and i i don't know i feel like that's probably not the case but like i was the same way ryan i literally got to the end of the movie and i was like wait why why, why did he do this yeah but i yeah. also didn't care well that didn't care that's kind of that's kind of where i'm at with it too it's like i didn't really care but it bothered me a little bit part of me was like maybe he just felt you know what this gimpy leg keeps getting me into issues i can do this and not have to worry about anything else and it'll get me the money i need you know and it's like this is just something he knows that he can do and it's a way to get himself money you know i don't know maybe it's some sort of thrill chase or you know he's seeking yeah, some sort of the movie just never the movie just it. never never tells you what his motive is. And I want I also want to I'm sure there's probably going to be someone watching or listening to this going, "What the fuck? How are they all so stupid?" Yeah, this probably, is exactly yeah. what was happening. Sure, yeah. And if that's you, please let us know. Yeah, so because <laughs> leave leave a comment. We're all kind of on the same page. Yeah, leave a comment you know? on one of our things and tell us why we're wrong. We would all love to yeah. know. Steven Soderbergh, you know, if you're listening, please tell us what you were going for with that. And like, like, are we just dumb? You know, we could be. Like, we could be. Mm-hmm. But like, I think the fact that like all three of us were kind of after the heist got done, and we were like, huh, why? Like, why? Especially considering um, we're all kind of at different levels of what we thought on the film. Like, to to all three of us kind of feel a little differently, but all come to the same conclusion on this point. I feel like that's kind of a good tell, as most people would feel the same way as us mm-hmm. yeah i i think so you know and, th- and this um, isn't this isn't the first time a movie's left something ambiguous and didn't tell us like it happens all the time yeah but you would least it's a heist you, movie. right but i was gonna say like in a, in a movie like this like in all the oceans movies 
every time they do the heist, we know why they're doing it every single time. So from the same director to make another heist movie and kind of leave it very ambiguous was an interesting choice and one that I don't think was was good. I think if there is a stated reason at some point in the film as to why he's doing this, even if it ends with him still giving the money away, if at some point they tell the audience, hey, this is why Jimmy Logan, Channing Tatum's character, is planning this heist. If they do that, I think that helps the film a little bit more because it changes your perception of things after you watch it where at the end you're just like, well, now I don't understand why... It's like, well, I don't understand why I just watched this because I don't understand why the characters are doing it. And it kind of it kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. It just I feel like all the other characters, like we know why Daniel Craig and his brothers did it. because They did it for the money. Like we know that um, and we're safe to assume that everybody else involved in the heist did it for the money. Um, because they're all kind of really confused when they find out. I mean, it's a heist. You're doing it for the money. We would assume so. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I thought it was going to be like, they set this up very early where we meet his ex-wife played by Katie Holmes and, you know, they have a daughter and she has full custody and they're getting, she's remarried with other children and they're looking to move. I just, where are they moving? He's getting a lawyer. That's what I was going to say is that's another part of it is that, I feel like he was probably trying to get that money quickly so he can, like he does, move closer to his daughter because they're moving over state lines and he doesn't want to be far away from her. Yeah. So, yeah, he can just go get another job at Lowe's, whatever, sure, but he's not going to have the money to buy a house. See, I I thought that he was wanting to get the money to try and fight for custody of his daughter. That's where I thought they were going to go with it. So here's here's another thing, right? When they were initially planning the heist, they were planning the heist for a day that there was going to be barely anyone Correct. at mm-hmm. the racetrack. Correct. It doesn't make sense to me that that would be the one that they would go for and not the busiest day. Like, like, tell me if you think I'm like, like, I think their mindset on it is in terms of like personnel, mm. you know, like, like, yeah, a NASCAR race, a major NASCAR car race in the season is going to have a ton of security. Coca-Cola, 600. Of people working there, you know what I mean? Whereas some gotcha. little, what, what was it? Like a, it was like some sort of sales show, wasn't it? Or yeah, like it was nothing yeah. nothing major. Um, I just, it's probably I guess not going to have it, you know? It would just be an e- just, easier get for them, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my thought was like, it's NASCAR, so people are going to be so busy that it would be a lot easier to kind of sneak in because there's so many people there. Like if there's, you know, barely anyone there, it's going to be a little bit more noticeable. It is really uh, funny that there's there, there and... it is funny that there's literally nobody in the tunnels down there. Like not a mm-hmm. single person is down there. They don't even have security down there until they send somebody down there. Like Yeah, and and you know you know plus, that would... you know there's things like open like like because they we know that like the mining people have access into the tunnels through their dig site to try and do repairs and everything. So you would feel like security on that day specifically would be more prevalent, but they're just not. And like, it's also like there wouldn't be that much money on the, the other day. Like, you know, cause they're, they're, they're robbing the vault that the money is put into. Right. Right. Like it's just like kind of loose. It's not, you know, they're not robbing, the place that you know it's 
it's all like stacked together neatly or whatever and so it feels like there'd just be a lot more money on the day that they actually did the heist than the day that they were planning like what they might they get you know five thousand bucks yeah, that's a good point yeah <laughs> on the other day who knows how much money would have been there so I, I i just thought yeah i just thought that was obviously you know the plot to give it a little bit more tension they had to add that in yeah uh, but i just thought that was interesting in the first place where they're like oh well this is the day that we're gonna you know this is the day i want to do it um where there's barely anyone there i i that was just one thing that kind of popped out to me and i know it's maybe you know kind of whatever but that was just something i, I was thinking about i don't think anything that you're saying is wrong like i i i, I agree with you like it's just I mean, I guess like it's, I guess it's really time we should just dive as deep as, is there anything that happens before the heist that you guys want to touch on? Because I feel like the heist is the thing that will get the most talked about because the setups kind of like, I don't know what, what part of the setup should we touch on before we dive into the heist, like the planet? So just, there's also two other things I'm curious about for you guys. What do you think about the daughter pageant thing? (laughs) That whole thing. I forgot about that already. And then what do you think? about the the woman who gives him the shot and like their relationship right oh, like what are your man. thoughts on those two things because those are another two things i just think are weak joel why don't you, you know? why don't you take one of those uh the the daughter pageant i mean i was fine with it it, it there was a long running theme throughout the whole movie of him fulfilling his duties as a father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, I feel like a big part of why, even though we still can't figure out why, I feel like a big part of the why he did this heist was in some way connected to his daughter, whether it was fighting for custody, moving closer to her, just being able to give her a better life. His daughter is obviously his reason for being in the movie. And so I think the pageant kind of is this thing where it's like, He's over here doing all this crazy stuff for his daughter. Right. But she can't see that. So he needs to manage to do all that stuff, but still make the time to be a dad and go to this pageant thing for her because that's what's important to her. She doesn't see all this other stuff. She doesn't know any of that's happening. She's too young to even probably understand most of that. How how old is she supposed to be in this? Like, five six six maybe yeah, yeah she's super young um and so i don't mind the pageant because i'm just like yeah it's like all this is happening all she wants to see is her dad there in the yeah. audience and everything that he's going through the crazy hectic day at the end of the day the most important thing was that he was going to be there for that show yeah i think he, I th- yeah. everything had to be timed right so that he could be there for that show mm-hmm. i think that's i think the father-daughter aspect of it is the only thing that really gives tatum's character as much development as we got because i think if you don't have mm-hmm. that subplot you're not rooting for him in this like then it's just then it's just a criminal stealing money but mm-hmm. when you see like his home life and like what it's like for him you know not just with his siblings but with his his own child i think it does add a nice mm-hmm. element uh, to his character. Um, the other one though, the subplot with the, I would, I wouldn't even really call it a subplot. Like it's so brief. The thing with the, with the tetanus shot and the doctor, like it's so brief. It just comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, cause he's just sitting in the parking lot of some convenience store and he's, he's been roughed up a little bit. So he's got some sort of injury. I think it was his eye. Um, and Catherine Waterstone's playing like a nurse and they do a little like back and forth and 
offers him a tetanus shot and he goes into the truck that they're doing him in because they're just stopped for gas so they're not even supposed to be taking patients yet but she brings him in gives him the tetanus shot puts the band-aid mm-hmm. on and then they just have a little more banter of you know like uh like a little flirting here and there and then she drives off and we don't hear from her again until the very end of the movie where he sent her some money and then when we see them at the very last scene they're together like they're a couple and it's just like wow that was uh very abrupt <laughs> like just came out of nowhere it felt like um so i don't think that one really matters as much i think you could have taken that whole subplot out and no one would have cared honestly um joel do you feel the same way about that one yeah it didn't really matter we didn't need it but i'm not upset that yeah. it's there like, yeah it doesn't bother me just, it just exists yeah yeah but like you said like you, we you totally could have taken that entire thing out of the movie and it would not change I think you the could movie take anyway. I think you could take the better or worse. I think you could take that out and I think you take all the stuff with Seth MacFarlane out and have the same movie. And the stuff with Hillary Yeah, Swing. I mean at That's least at the, at the beginning at the beginning at least the stuff with with uh with Seth MacFarlane's character is like even though we don't need this it's showing us the the kind of brother relationship you know, obviously they are brothers, but I'm saying yeah. how their relationship is. Did it need to come back to him? No, no, no. not necessarily. That could have been just, also, that could have been some random out of towner just to do that scene. It doesn't have to be that but character. Also, part of me says, or is this showing Channing Tatum's genius and thought process in? Okay, let's rough him up here. Because he's going to come into play to this later, even though he wasn't initially planning on doing the race day thing. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah, I think, uh, and Cameron kind of touched on the Hillary Swank that with the with the Sebastian Stan, his character doesn't really matter in this movie either. Um, like it's cool to see all these actors. Like it's always fun mm-hmm. when they pop up, but the Hillary Swank one was very weird because it just she just comes in very one I note. Had to, like, that double character. Take. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like it was we like I was going through the cast list as I was watching this. It was like because uh, Sebastian Stan showed up, and I was like, "Oh, what's the name of this character?" They haven't said it yet. And I went to go it, and I saw Hillary Swank on the cast. I was like, "What? <laughs> like, wait a minute, <laughs> when does she show up?" And then I saw her as like the the FBI agent. Um, Cameron, which of which of them? Because you you kind of brought up all three. Which subplot is the one that you feel like is the least of importance to the film? Well, I mean, I feel like the relationship with the you know the nurse or whatever is unnecessary but it's fine i think the hillary swank thing really that when that came up in the movie after the heist and and like hillary swank like they started investigating Mm -hmm. i was like this is weird because it's 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 kind of injecting this really odd third act like typically the heist would be the third act right but i i feel like the heist here was like a bridge between the second and third act. And then they had the Hillary Swank, like kind of mini investigation mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then it ends with her at the bar. Yeah. And this really weird, like, Sets is up. there going to be a sequel? Right. Kind of, yeah. Which, it's just which like, spoiler it's alert, very, there's not going to be. It's very, I, I didn't, I didn't get that, that it was setting up a sequel or like, I didn't get that. You could, I, you could, I you could get it. You could potentially get that. I could understand not thinking that like you are, but I, it definitely there are definitely it people felt, watching the movie that felt that way. There are movies that like have an ending where it's like, oh, okay, they did this to be ambiguous and like it doesn't like clearly there's not gonna be a sequel. But this one felt like they put it that way so that there might 
so there could possibly be a sequel right like they were leaving it open yeah i'm not saying for you guys are like wrong i just i like when i watched it that's not what i got out of it like i just got oh this is them yeah. saying oh she was in on this all along oh you think she was in on it yeah absolutely Wait, you think Hillary Swank's character was in on the heist? This is interesting because I saw people yes. saying this as yeah. well. That's how I interpreted that, was that she was part of all this. Oh, see, I disagree. I thought it was I thought it was going to be like the investigation like she was continuing the investigation. On her own. Yes. That's how I understood. That's what I gathered too. I could see that. But it's funny you say that, Joel, because I saw some people say exactly what you're saying when I was looking up the ending for this. So yeah, it no, is I, interesting I that you took it that way. Absolutely interpreted it that way, yeah. But I can see what you guys are saying too. Like now that you're saying that, I can say, okay, I get that. How she she could be taking this on her own thing, and then, like you said, investigating this by herself. But I no, I I 100% interpreted that little section of them saying, oh, she was in on this all along. That's a really interesting, huh. really interesting take. I've had this movie just leaves me with more questions, honestly, than answers. And you know, if Joel, to be honest, if that was the case, I would enjoy this movie even less. Yeah, and like, I mean, I'm not a, saying it's necessarily the right choice. Yeah. No, no, but like, and like, I, I'm not saying you're wrong because clearly you're not the only person who thinks that. I saw multiple things online who said that. Um, but it's like one of those things where like in like murder mystery shows and just murder like investigations in general one of my least favorite things is when the character that does it is some like really small character that they introduce to a later episode and like so, oh well this is the person who's so like the it's like time. every episode of scooby-doo <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. right where i find it much more interesting something like broad church or even, you know, Knives Out, where all of the people are given to you and, you, and like, it's not they like an yeah, easy they, pre they present everybody up front and it gives yeah. you multiple options throughout the film to figure out who exactly, it is. Exactly, yeah. right? I like that way more. So if, like, it's the same kind of thing. If it was, like, Hilary Swank was in on it the, the whole time, it's like, okay, but her character showed up with, like, 30 minutes left. It's annoying that she would be part of it where we didn't we never saw her, right you know but that's i think that's, that's just my i think that's just it would be another example of this film not giving us enough information on what the what the story is that they're trying to tell us um you know it's one thing we haven't talked about and i know we're like we know we're talking about setup to the heist we talked about daniel craig's character we have not talked about where he's at when this film starts and i think it's an important plot point because he is incarcerated <laughs> when they start mm -hmm. this i so, am in car sir ray so a major part of the heist he's a huge part of it because he's the only one that can get them into the vault per se with like his bomb expertise i believe is what or in his words explosives he doesn't like the word bomb mm -hmm. um but it's a very interesting wrinkle that they have to get him out of prison to do it but not break him out entirely because he only has i think what like five or six months left on his sentence and then he's out mm -hmm. Their plan is to bring Adam Driver, have him go into prison, uh, which he does successfully by crashing into a convenience store and getting 90 days in prison. Um, he goes in there, and together they devise a way to get them both out and then back into the prison after the heist, which 
the setup to that I thought was very interesting because my thought process was like, well, how are they going to pull this off? Like, I was very curious to see how that element was going to work in the film because we don't see that very often. We're like, we're going to break you out of prison, but also return you to prison uh, when we need it. Uh, Which is also another thing that happens in the Ocean's Eleven movie. They do a spot where Danny Ocean is like getting roughed up by like security, but the security guard is in on it and he escapes and then he helps with the heist and then he comes back to where he's getting roughed up. And when, uh, when, then, uh, when the bad guy shows up again, he's like, it's like nothing ever happened. So it's very similar to that, mm-hmm. which again, Soderbergh stealing from himself for that. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else like major in terms of setup to the heist before. I just wanted to make sure that that part was touched on. Cause I think it's a very important element as to like the need for quickness with what they're doing. That's why like they are on a deadline. It's not, they don't, they don't have like, and they don't have until the race is over to do this. They have to do this. I think they're at the midway point when they call it and decide like we all got to go. Like, I'm pretty sure Mm. that's what we see. Um, So yeah, is there anything else before we just break down this heist? And I feel like once we break down the heist, we're kind of, kind of done talking about the film. There's nothing much else to talk about after that. Um, So anybody else got anything before we do that? Not for me. I'm good. All right. So let's, uh, let's talk about the heist. Cameron, I'd like to hear, like to hear you break this down for us a little bit. Okay. So, the heist they start off by blowing up the um kind of like the internet credit card system yeah uh so that all the credit cards go down that was really funny yeah i forgot about that scene that part was they're going step by Um, step with the the maltov cocktail basically yeah whatever they were mixing um so they blow it up and everyone's using cash now cool all right so now uh channing tatum and the brothers and Everyone, they they go down into um, the tube where all the money they blow up. Why do they blow up again? Do they blow up one of the tubes? No, um, they send the bomb through the tube. Yeah. To blow up the like the room where all the cash is held in order to have a hose go through to suck the money. That's right. Up, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So then they suck the money up but they go too fast and then they go in reverse and it sucks up Adam driver's arm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go to take the cash out and they do. And then they walk away. Is it, am I missing anything? No, that's I th- pretty much what happens. No, that's why I wanted to break it down because <laughs> I said this earlier and I think you guys agree. It just feels like this was so easy. Like, it don't you think? So a, simple, don't you yeah. think a couple people were watching this? And be like, man, it's that easy to steal from a NASCAR track. Well, why don't we try this? Which, which yeah. kind of do that thing. They kind of do that thing later on, though. Which we we touched a little bit on this in the movie. But like, there's there's two heists going on at the same time. Right. There's a heist within a heist. Which yeah. are which are the same heist. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And so like, he steals all the money that he ditches in the truck. Mm-hmm. But then there's all the money that he had going to the trash truck that gets buried in the landfill, which is the money they end up keeping. Right. So they do that thing where, like, some in some movies I like it, in some movies I don't like it, where they go through the whole thing, and then they're like, oh, well, here's what you didn't realize was happening. And then they go back yeah. and just show everything else. Another, you know? another Soderbergh tactic. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Uh, it's like, here's everything that was also happening at the exact same time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
while and you so, were, while you were watching our guy, our other guy was watching your guy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's all stuff. And like so that. I feel like, like you know, I agree. It's like it all looks so simple mm. when they're doing that first go round, but then when they show us later on, well, this is also what was happening. Then it it adds at least a little bit of complexity. It does. But the problem is, it I, like at no point did it really feel like there were like stakes. You know? Yeah. Like obviously there were, but like it never seemed like they were actually going to get caught no. even the times where like those yeah. security guards were down there in the tunnels it was like we knew that those security guards were just like dummies who like every person they asked they were like hey do you smell smoke you know and it was just like yeah. okay like i know they're not going to get caught because they're just going to ask them if they smell smoke they or never something. ask like, why anybody's down there <laughs> like ever yes so you, it's you just bring up like, a really okay like yeah no it's just like you bring up a really good really point any stakes at any point that's something, yeah. That's something I was, I was thinking while watching the movie, uh, that I, I didn't mention is, it, again, yeah, it really felt like nothing was at risk the entire time. Mm-hmm. There's all, it, there should always be in the heist movie where you feel like it's not going to work out, mm-hmm. and like that's the tension that makes the heist so interesting to watch yeah. and so fun to watch. You're like, oh, are they going to get? Are they going to get? Oh no, oh no! And yeah, like you guys are saying. It- it's how they There's two guards like, the whole time. Like, even for Daniel Craig and Adam Driver, like, they sneak out of the prison, and we're seeing all this craziness that's happening at the prison, mm-hmm. but never once do we see somebody, like, checking the infirmary or, like, going that way. Yeah. That even checking, su- like, even oh checking God, security like tapes. Like, in yeah, the like, rest oh God, of the hospital. Get back in time. Yeah. Right. There's you nothing. Know, it's, it's like, oh, we got to make sure they get back in time. And it's yeah. like, there's never anything like that. So it's just the whole time. It's just like, yeah, they must have all the time in the world. I did love that the inmates uh, idea to cover up the security cameras in that in the cafeteria was just to put peanut butter on them. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, this will do it. Um, no, you guys are right. Like, it doesn't set up stakes. Like, like I said, they, it feels like they have all the time in the world to do all this because you don't feel like the impulsiveness and the energy behind it. Like, Oh, we, we have to do this. I love in a heist movie where the characters have to improvise because something went wrong. Like that's right. always fun. And there's none of that mm. in this, even when we yeah, find right. out that we, right. Even when we find out the twist of like, there was a heist within a heist, even then it was very easy because Riley Keough's character just walks in, help them, help yeah. them bag more money well, and then walks out yeah. <laughs> and left. Yeah. It doesn't well, matter. You said, like you said, you know, like you like when something goes wrong and they mm-hmm. have to improvise. That's what I thought we were going to get when his Joey bomb or whatever didn't go off. That's what Joe I thought bang. too. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, it's not going to work. So they have to figure out some other way. They crash a car through this wall, so whatever it is. Yeah. You know, and no, he, he just puts it back. Oh, I tied the bag too tight and then throws it back in and it works, yeah. which I laughed at. Like I thought Me that too. was funny. But in terms of like the heist situation, it took away from it the fact that like nothing went wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. why the movie feels more like a comedy than like a ser- mm-hmm. like a serious heist movie. Not like a serious heist movie. Like but like even like the like I keep comparing it to the Oceans movies cuz it's like the only thing I can really compare it to. Um where like the stakes are high in those. Like lives are at stake in those movies and when things go wrong, they find ways around it. In this one, it's just like when things go wrong, it's just, "Oh, hold on, let me fix that real quick. Okay, we're good now. Let's keep going." So it's just very I don't know. It's just kind of, I think that's the reason why this movie leaves people a little empty. Mm-hmm. It's just that you'd never feel you're never on the edge of your seat during the heist. We're like, are, how are they going to get out of this ever? Yeah. You're just laying there, like sitting there, laying there and just like, oh, yeah, OK, that worked. Moving yeah. on. Um, but what do we know? Because, you know, people seem to really like this movie. Uh, 
we touched on the scores. They didn't really like it financially, but the budget wasn't that high. So the money they made, they still made money off of it. Um, not enough to garner any future installments of this. I just double, <laughs> double check the numbers. Uh, 29 million budget total box office was 48.4 million. So good enough, especially yeah. for Bleecker street. Uh, good job out of them. We do love Bleecker street. Um, yeah, guys, I don't know. Is there anything else with this to talk about? Like, Honestly, no. now that I can think of, like you guys were saying, like I, I feel like there wasn't going to be a lot to talk about. Yeah. I was, you know, yeah. it's just kind of like it's there. Yeah, we. Bro- I feel like we broke it down pretty good. Like, we did a pretty good job, I think. Yeah. We Wow. Listen to our podcast. Look at us. It's Look incredible. Us. Yeah. <laughs> great. Look at great our numbers first, recently. Great first regular episode yeah. back. Welcome back to all of uh, us. Um, all Good right. Job us. So, so what would you say? Uh, I want to implement this new thing to the episode. I know we've talked about it before. You know, we have our adoring fans that are in Cameron's house, and I want to know what is the thing that the children are going to cheer for after watching this movie. Um. What? I know. I know. This is the second movie that has uh, "Take Me Home" by John Denver in it. <laughs> As like 2017. a key plot point, <laughs> it's true. The other one is Kingsman: The Golden Circle, right? Yeah. So uh, just the second children, movie that we've done. Children, cheer for John Denver. <laughs> thank yes, thank you, children. That's a good one, uh, especially around the holidays with the John Denver's Christmas album with the Muppets, very popular yes. right now. Everybody should go listen to that. Shout out to John Denver. That's a great song. Children, John Denver, cheer for show. Adam Driver's hand. Yeah, cheer. Which one? Both of them. Cheer for the one he lost and the one he gained. <laughs> what if Logan Lucky is really about the hands we gained along the way? Oh, that doesn't oh, no. sound good. I don't like that. All right, so the children had two things to cheer for this week, so that's yeah. fun. I can't wait to see what the children cheer for next. Um,. All right, guys. Any closing thoughts with this one? Let's do our uh, let's do our refund totals. Uh, you get about nine bucks back with this one, Cameron. I'm going to start with you. How much money do you want back for Logan Lucky? I would like seven dollars back. Okay. Why why only seven? Because I still need to see the movie. You know, it's a movie I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And I'll give it the two dollars for Adam Driver. Because, big fan. You know, I like him. Your your big Hollywood. But other crush. than that, other than, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, um, I love that man. Okay, all right, cool. Joel, what are you thinking? Nine bucks. I want no refunds. Yeah, back. I figured that's that where you were gonna go with that. Yeah, I um, I think I'm gonna go that way too. I think I'm gonna go zero. I don't like. I, I think I said multiple times this movie's not bad. It's just kind of forgettable. I'm not upset that I watched it like some of the other stuff we've watched for this show. Um, but I wouldn't watch it again. Uh, but I'm glad I saw it at least once. And it was free on the plane. So that works for me too. There you go. Yeah. Free on the plane. There you yeah. go. And, and, it, was, and, it, was, and it was free to watch it this time because it was on Hulu. So That's true. Look at us. Uh, all right. So next episode, our next movie. Joel, I believe it's your turn. Next, do you have don't some, act do like you believe you know though? it's my turn. Yeah. Uh, what did you say, Cameron? Do we do recommendations first, or no? We're done with that. 
Oh, we don't do recommendations Just anymore? Go <laughs> if you want to do oh. that first, I'll give oh. gives him more time to think about what he wants to do next week. Okay. I'm going to recommend oh, we haven't recommended the movie in a while. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, okay. Brooklyn. Um, Sir Sharonan's in it. That was weird. You forgot to say motherless. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> Sir Ronan's in it. I love her. It's very good. You should watch it. Very pro Sir Ronan podcast. Oh, yeah. Next. Uh, I don't know what to recommend. I haven't done this in a long um, time. Go see French Dispatch. That was fun. Good call. Yeah, like that. Um, my recommendation is also going to be similar. Go see Last Night in Soho. I already know some people that don't like it. Those people are wrong. So go see Last Night in Soho. Yeah, you heard that. You're dumb. Yep. Yeah, you heard that. You're Eric. an idiot. Yeah. Eric didn't like it? No. He said it sucked. <laughs> All right, Eric. Fight me. I haven't <laughs> seen it. Cameron hasn't even seen it yet. Cameron, even and if just like, he, just let you know, Eric. Eric joy to know that he likes it. Already. If you hit me, you go to hell because I just had heart <laughs> surgery. So you go to hell. Is that how hell works? Yeah. Okay. Um, fair enough. All right. So those are our recommendations. Your guys' recommendations were super lame. Sorry. What? What was yours again? I already forgot. Oh, Brooklyn. At Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Well, I actually forgot we do that. This is sorry. This is the first time you've been back in like a year and a half. Yeah, I forgot excuse what us. a normal episode is like. Yeah, okay, excuse. fine. Recommend Ryan, how's your, your damn back movie. Feeling, by the way, or, dude, Ryan, because my back's my back's been hurting from from carrying from this show. Carrying the show. <laughs> Shut the hell up. What is your movie, Joel? Um, also, hold on a second. I don't think it's a bad recommendation to recommend something that people can currently go yeah, see in the theater. To support, I like what the hell? Support the what movie. Do you mean it's a bad industry. recommendation. It's not okay, a bad just, recommendation. All right, shut up. Tell just, me your damn just because, movie. Just because you can't go to the movies right now doesn't mean other people shouldn't. Oh right, we're oh. being a little ableist here. <laughs> go ahead, Joel. We're all waiting. Okay. We're all um, waiting. So, it came down between two movies for me, both of which I actually haven't seen. Fun. I like it. But one of them I really want to hold off on. So, okay. Clifford um, the Blue yeah. Red Dog. <laughs> no. Um, so I actually they was, showed a trailer. Why for are you that. interrupting him? You're the one. You're the one that was. You're the one that was. You're the one that was. You were the one that was telling him to hurry up and give his recommendation. You interrupted him Sorry, during it. I have to tell you this. How many times I was did watching Ryan just Eternals, say you were the one that? And they had a trailer with Clifford. It was the Big Red Clifford the Big Red Dog trailer, and I started busting up so hard in the theater because there's a point in the trailer. I know you're talking about. The police officers are like, "Yep." What we need to get that yeah. dog. <laughs> Everyone send him. And I was dying because yep. I was like, dude, the books were about the dog <laughs> picking up a big tree so a fire truck could get by. And everyone in the movie's like, there's like a laboratory chasing yep. after him so they can get samples. The police officers are like, arrest that dog. And it was hilarious. I was dying. I'm with you. I was wild. Yeah. I was laughing so hard. And my dad looked over at me. He's like, what are you laughing at? I'm like. They just said to caress Clifford. Dude, 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 that that part of the trailer is hilarious. It makes me want to watch the movie, honestly. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I think I want to see this shit. Didn't Joel? Joel, when so. we went to see the movie with uh, Eric the other day, isn't that so, we saw that trailer and that's we what we were talking trailer. about? Yeah, 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 we talked about that. It's like so the plot is oh. to arrest Clifford. <laughs> oh my god, I'm in. It's so funny. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Clifford is public enemy number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Okay, sorry to interrupt you, but I remembered that. No, that that was it. good. That was worth it. <laughs> okay. Um, a movie that just seemed deemed to not be great. 
I'm going to have us watch Doolittle oh, from shit. 2020, I think. <laughs> no! <laughs> is on HBO Max. Hell yes. Um, I, uh, you know I really try not to pick movies that I haven't seen, even though I've done it a handful of times. You have, yeah. But this is a movie that I really do want to see Me just too. how bad it was. Me too. Um, especially because, and we won't say it here because I know we've all heard of like a key plot point in this movie. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to talk about the that, anus i i do want to okay i guess i guess cameron's just gonna say it. no no um, Pete, that's yeah, that's so very ambiguous gonna, still we are going to oh, watch do little it's on hbo max so it's free that i tell you, you know I was what i'm gonna pick you want to tell us i was gonna pick we we're gonna have to pay for so i was oh, gonna yeah i'm we'll gonna wait on you that. know what honestly you know what? Ch- children children cheer for joel's movie pick <laughs> <laughs> Thank, thank, thank you, you. thank I you, children. It. That was a that's a great choice, dude. That's fantastic. Uh, I'm excited. Again, I, I I know I try not <laughs> we try not to pick movies we haven't seen, but I no, I like it. This is one that yeah, you know, none of the, just to cl- just so. I'm gonna get this out of the way. None of us have seen this, right? No. Yeah. Okay. This is gonna be great. I can't wait. Uh, this movie. Oh man, this is gonna be fantastic. That was a good call. Um, cool. Yeah, we will watch that very soon. Um, all right. All right. Dope. Uh, well, Joel. To get us ready for next week's episode, why don't you take us out tonight? To dinner? Yeah. I was just thinking, like, when you said take him out. What? I was thinking, like, like, you know, take us out. And he, like, he does, like, drums. And, like, he's like. I wish everybody could see what was just happening. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know what that was. Um, I don't either. I thought maybe you're doing, like, the, the Franz Ferdinand song, Take Me Out. I don't think that's what you were doing. No. Anyway, um, you can catch us in all your places where you listen to podcasts, including this one that you're currently listening to this podcast on. Um, find us on our socials at refundpod. Email us at refundpod at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, other than that, thank you so much. I'm excited for Doolittle next week. Yeah. It's going to be a blast. Cameron, you ready for Doolittle? Screw you. Very excited. <laughs> okay. Welcome back to the show, buddy. Welcome back to the show, Cameron. Thanks, everyone, for joining us this week, and we will see you next time.